Ronald Lake, I requisitioned surgical silk for the OR, and I was sent two boxes of ordinary cotton thread. What are we supposed to do with that? How about learning petty point? Now listen to me, soldier. We're all in this together with a common goal. To serve our country and repel the godless horde from the north that would engulf our way of life. Frank, he's okay, but you're making me sick. Without love, what are we worth? 89 cents. 89 cents worth of chemicals walking around lonely. That means my marriage is only worth $1.78? A fuss over an enlisted man fawning all over it. It's almost obscene, that's what it is. Probably only got one thing on her mind. Don't say that word, Frank. Not at lunch. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of MASH 4077 Podcast. I'm your host, Kenny, and joining me today are my good buds, Al. Hello, guys. And Meds. A gentleman. Today's episode is called Love Story, and it's from Season 1, Episode 14, and the director is Earl Bellamy, and it's written by Larry Gilbart and Lawrence Marks, which are the original people who started MASH, so... Should be a good episode. The production code is J314, and it originally aired on January 7th, 1973. Ah, a fine year. A fine vintage is 1973. (laughs) I heard the grapes were bad that year. Ah, well, yeah, probably will actually think about it. (laughs) Not eating? We saw it with our own eyes. Oh, come on. Henry, we were there. You know, yesterday I walked in here and found him on top of that filing cabinet in the fetal position. The fetal position? Dr. Freud, call your office, please. And this morning, General Clayton called for the monthly report and Radar told him, we don't deliver. Well, we don't. Not after six. Uh, So, guest stars in this episode. Well, Kelly Jean Peters uh, turns up here playing Lieutenant Louise Anderson. Now, Kelly's credits include the Green Hornet, the brilliant... The Invaders, with, of course, uh, Roy Thinner's uh, awesome, awesome sci-fi show, uh, Kung Fu, and turned up in two episodes of our other favourite MASH program <laughs> link that we seem to have, uh, Quincy. Um, Kelly also appeared in Cagney and Lacey, and her last role was in Killer Bud back in 2001. I bet that was straight to video. Okay, yeah, I never even heard of that. All right. <laughs> and, of course, we have the wonderful uh, Marcia Straussman, who plays Nurse Margie Cutler. And we have Barbara. All right. Put your tongue back. Get it out. Yeah, get it out, meds. (laughs) Easy there, boys. (laughs) (laughs) He's thinking of Marcia Strassman in a thong. (laughs) See, last episode. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And we have Barbara Bronnell as Lieutenant Jones. Her notable credits include MASH's episode The Moose... Ironside, Kojak, great guy with the lollipop, Chips, and again in Quincy. She played in Monk and most recently in Mad Men. Oh, cool. She's still acting. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Stefaniana Christofferson, a.k.a. Indira Danks, turned up as Lieutenant O'Brien. Uh, she was the original voice of Daphne in Scooby-Doo and appeared in an episode of Stamford and Son, which was a remake of the British comedy classic TV series Steptoe and Son. 
Oh, I didn't know that. I used to watch Stanford and Son. I never knew it was a British remake. Quite clearly, uh, Kenny. You haven't listened to Waffle on about Steptoe and Son, in which I tell everybody I have not. about that. No. I have may, not. You, may you go and stand in the corner for being such a <laughs> I'm sorry. I do like the fact that she played the original Daphne. That's a really yeah. cool, interesting little tidbit there. Here's another tidbit. It's actually Sanford and Son. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. It is, yes. There's a little typo. Yeah, you know we're going to get comments about that. <laughs> well, we're calling it out now that we knew it was a mistake, so they yeah. can't they can't say anything. Who wrote that uh, fact? <laughs> you wrote that, man. <laughs> I'm blaming you. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then we also have a Jerry Harper who played the ever rememberable sergeant. What else? What, what else did he do then? <laughs> <laughs> That is all we have on Jerry, so oh I don't my know. Oh, yeah. poor Jerry. You'd better do something about the requisition foul-ups, Colonel. Not your usual something, but something that means something. Well, the rundown of this episode is that Radar has received a Dear John recording from his fiance, and he has, has consequently become very depressed. I would be depressed, too, if my fiance sent me a 45 that I thought Elvis was going to be on. Hmm. Of course, his depression is only lasting until a new nurse arrives at the camp, and boy, it's love at first sight for him. The new nurse is into poetry and music, so the guys have to coach him. However, and you know there's always a however, Major Burns and Margaret Houlihan want to break them up because their relationship is against regulations. Of course, they're forgetting that Radar isn't the only one in a romance that's against regulations. So, of course, Hawkeye and Trapper get between her and Frank until she relents. Radar's, ah, Bach, and that's highly significant, wins him over. Oh, it actually wins him the girl, but that's fine. <laughs> Doesn't win him over. Yeah. Uh, you want me to do that again? <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, you'd uh, think I was Rick Moyer. Uh, all these inside jokes that only people who listen to Take It With You will know. Come on, Radar. Let us help you. Tell us. What, what's, what's turning you into a fruitcake? Come on, kid. What is it? Hi there, Radar. This is Linda Sue, coming to you from the glass booth of Holtzman's department store. Everything is real good here and being is how you and I are engaged. I think you should be the first to know. I'm going to marry Elroy Fimple. Now, please don't take it too hard, because I know we're all going to be real good friends if you come back alive. Now, just a minute now. Hi, yo, buddy. Say I'm awful sorry about what happened, but I guess you just have to charge it up to old Mother Nature. Well, you know how it is. And I sure hope you understand. Now, good luck. And keep knocking off him comments. Bye now. Goodbye, Radar. I'll always have a soft place in my... Oh, boy. <laughs> it's the class move. <laughs> oh, boy. We can't sit that part, can we? <laughs> oh, boy. A Dear John recording. So let's go ahead and discuss this episode. I will begin, I guess, since I hardly ever begin on these things. Um, it's an okay episode. 
It, I didn't think there's certain aspects of it that I loved, but I didn't like it as a whole, and I won't be. I couldn't watch it over and over again. Some notable things I did love when Radar comes walking up to the guys, and he has tons and tons of food. That's a nice looking hors d'oeuvre. Would you like a doggy bag in advance? Oh, don't give him a doggy bag. He eats those too with cream and sugar. Hey, what's the matter, kid? Come on, you got to stay in training for the Olympic glutton team. I'll see you guys later. What about your lunch? I'm not eating. That's a first. Radar, not eating. Which is yeah. typ- typical for Radar, but this is a little even over that. I mean, he has like 20 chicken legs sitting on this uh, plate. <laughs> um, that, Big that, chicken. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I thought that was that was pretty funny. I did notice uh, from a from a just a behind the scenes standpoint, lots of high angle shots. Uh, there must have been a, a different camera person trying out. You know, when like they're in, in their tent, it's like the camera was up in the upper corner of the tent, shooting down on them. Which I thought was just a, it was a weird perspective of it. Yeah, it's kind of awkward, right? Yeah, it was just it was different. It was something that you you don't see all the time. I think that's why it took me out of it because I noticed it because it's so unusual. But you know, I mean, they can try lots of things. It's cool to you know for especially how many years they've been on. But this is first season, so it was kind of cool to see them trying new things. Here, there were two different stories. There was the A story, which was Radar's lovelorn, uh, his new interest in this new uh, nurse, and you know him trying to smarten himself up for her. And then there was the B story of Margaret and Burns um, trying to foil their plans. And, and then, of course, then you have Trapper and Hawkeye trying to foil Margaret and Burns' plans. Uh, that, to me, that was a funnier story. I think I so, thought, yeah. I, I loved that. Every scene that they did with Margaret and Burns getting, you know, them purposely keeping them apart. It's been days and days and days and days, Frank. Shall we try for tonight? Mm, my place or yours? Yours. Last night they sewed me into my blanket. Now? You think they could run that post-op ward for just one night without me? I guess not. You're a very important man. Well. Ma'am? All right, Sergeant, what is it? What, what's, what, what's what, Major? I was told I was needed, and here I am. What for? That's what I'm asking you. We got no problems here, Major. Except yours. Well, then why did... That was hilarious. I loved every minute of it. The other... The radar story was too awkward for me. I felt very uncomfortable. I was just like, it's so not radar, and, you know, what was it going to lead to? Nothing. Eventually, she's going to know, and I still don't know that she really... You know, you don't really find out if he got with the girl or not. I don't know. There was something weird about the, the A story... I think you'd know. I think they. I think she does know because right at the very end, the very last line uh, of Love Letters, when um, he's a fall, he's kind of like falls asleep and yeah, like sort yeah. of says Tolstoy, and she just as they, as Hawk and Trap walk off, she laughs and she gives it laughs with him and squeezes his arm. So okay. you kind of think, ah, yep, she knows. She knows. Okay. All um, right. Yeah. But still, that 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 story didn't intrigue me as much as the other one. I just thought, you know, I mean, we expect. Margaret to be hypocrites, you know, they're, that's just the way they are, her and Burns, you know, they're in this uh, elite, well, I don't know if it's illegal, but it's against the rule relationship, um, you know, and she's trying to break up poor Radar trying to get with a nurse, which is, oh, I guess it's not a nurse, technically it's an officer and an enlisted man, so, because I make, mo- most of the guys get together with the nurses, but 
Yeah, I mean, overall, it was it was a it was a it was an okay episode. Like I said, I liked certain stories, and I didn't like other stories. And it's not something I would watch over and over again. How about you, Al? Yeah, I agree. Um, I thought it was um, an entertaining story. It was kind of cute to watch, uh, but uh, not something that I would watch repeatedly. Um, I, I I liked. I actually kind of liked both of the storylines going on. Um, I thought it was kind of, well, you know, maybe it was just a little bit uncomfortable watching Radar try to become something that he wasn't. And, uh, you know, with the ah, Bach and the uh, highly significant comments, you know. I'll tell you how I feel about Tolstoy. That's highly significant. I haven't said anything yet. And, of course, I never travel anywhere without good old Johann Sebastian. Ah, Bach. What does that mean? Ah, Bach. Well, that, that kind of stuff, it's, it's cute when you watch it one time, but when you watch it more than once, it gets kind of like, that's not Radar. That's just not... Uh... And, and when, when, uh, when Radar delivered the line, uh, well, I'm partial to the fugue. What do I do if she asked me what I like in music? Well, say... Uh... Well, I'm partial to the fugue. Well, I'm partial to the fugue. Can I say that to a girl I hardly know? He sounded like he was trying to be Jack Benny, you know? I mean, it's like, yeah, I'm not quite sure about that. Um, I, I did like the, the, the subplot of uh, Hawkeye and Trapper keeping Margaret and uh, Frank apart. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. The funniest part for me was when Frank was shaving, getting ready to go out on a date with Margaret and uh, <laughs> he puts he just just keeps dumping on all of the aftershave and we find out that it's chloroform. Dr. Trueheart must have something going tonight, right, lover? Anybody we know? Anybody we miss? Just because a man shaves, does it have to mean yes, that he's... Yes, it does. That's why shaving was invented, to kill time before a date. It would never occur to people of your ilk that a man might just want to get rid of his beard and feel clean, would it? Oh, you'd be clean with or without a beard, Frank. You're the cleanest of the clean. You're even cleaner. You're so clean, you're dirty. An officer should respect himself and the man he commands. Poor Frank. Just can't hold his chloroform. <laughs> On the surface, that is the most hilarious thing you've ever seen. But don't you think as a doctor, yeah. <laughs> Frank yeah. would know the smell of chloroform? Yeah. yeah. As soon as you open the bottle. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty, pretty uh, potent smelling stuff. Um, and uh, I guess one of the, the other things that I kind of like about this episode is that Margaret and Frank admit their relationship without actually admitting their relationship. So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's, it's something that everybody knows about, everybody suspects, but they actually come out and, okay, we give up. We want to be yeah. back together, but they don't actually say it. So, you know, yeah, yeah. not one of my favorites, but um, it's one of those must have type episodes. You can't have a great episode. Every one, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like the Star Trek, the motion picture. <laughs> you needed it, but eh. <laughs> <laughs> or any British comedy. <laughs> wow. wow. Fighting talk. <laughs> What do you think, Meds? Uh, yeah, well, look, everyone knows my feelings towards uh, our last episode, Edwina. Um, now, this was a carbon copy. 
This was ridiculous. I mean, it, this was filmed two episodes after Edwina, and there's no difference really in the stories when you actually break it down. Mm-hmm. And the worst of it is everything's really hypocritical because we know that um, it's against the rules for them to, you know, for Radar to see the nurse. Yet in Edwina, you had Hawkeye being set up by the nurses to go out with a nurse, and Margaret knew about it, and so did Frank, although Frank protested because he was going to get you know, tarred and feathered almost. <laughs> so it's, it's, it just seems, if this was probably, I don't know, maybe five episodes later or something, mm-hmm. it, it probably would work a little bit better for me, but because it's directly after the Edwina episode, I think it shows some, some serious fault. Mm. Um, I, I agree with both of you on the comments you've said, especially the thing about Radar, because on the Edwina episode, of course, we had him handing over that note to the, the nurse under the uh, microscope, saying, mm-hmm. are you free tonight? Yet in this episode, he's broken up with his, with his fiancée, and he's, 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 you know, curled up in a ball, really upset. Good, now, Good point, yeah. You see, so you think, so, so you automatically, you, you don't have that, if you've watched the episode straight after it, like obviously what we do, we, we do our research, I think, you can't find any sympathy for him because you think, well, hold on a minute, you've been cheating on, on, on her yeah. anyway. Yeah. You know, um, obviously this is a little bit later on. I mean, Radar, you know, almost grows into a character that we, we tend to know is a little bit different. But that's so hypocritical; it doesn't work. Um, I do like the thing is, I do like the key to this story where he's so upset that he, he just, you know, he doesn't do his filing. He, he, he screws up a, um, you know, an equipment order. Uh, and all that, I like that, and I like the fact that it does affect him. But because he comes straight after the Edwina episode, I think it really does lose the mark. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a shame. And I do like the idea that he gets a Dear John letter by a, a, a you know, by a record. record. Al, as you said, you know, it'd be good to, even out. you said it'd be good if it's an Elvis record. In 1952, five years before 50, you know, before he made his mind in 57, that would be a gold mine if he got an Elvis record from 52. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I totally agree with you guys. I think that the 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 um, the, the, the of the story arc with uh, Hawkeye and Trapper, um, you know, ruining uh, Margaret and Frank's fun is just hilarious. It's brilliant. Uh, but there again, that's that goes into the world of fast, doesn't it? So you're taking it out of the uh, comedy drama, which Mash is is really meant to be, into a farce. So you couldn't have a whole episode of that. Really, it, it doesn't work. But having little bits of it, it does. But no, I, I just think if this, as I said, if this was five episodes down the line, uh, I think it would have got a bit more of a thumbs up for me. Or even before Edwina. Oh yeah, or even, yeah, actually, probably we, yeah, actually, that work even better, wouldn't it? because then you'd have Radar trying to ask the nurse out with the with the microscope, and and you'd think, oh, look at him, Radar, he's, he's back, you know, he's trying to get another girl. Yeah, you'd have more. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah, good point. Definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely. Wow, this is a, this is a pivotal moment for me. Med said something positive about me. <laughs> I knew I'm well, Alan, I'm you're looking more like you're looking more like Kenny Rogers as the days go on as well. So, it's, 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 no, please tell me you mean Kenny Rogers before the funky face surgery. Oh yes, no, 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 no. no I mean natural Kenny Rogers, not uh, not stretched out Kenny Rogers. <laughs> well, we just lost uh, him as a listener. <laughs> yeah. See you, Kenny. <laughs> Just a movie, O'Brien. Or a walk over to the rec tent for a beer. Forget it. Try it once. Look, I promise you he'll shave and he won't wear his wool cap. I'll even get him to clean his glasses. I'm very fond of him, but I'm not going out with Corporal Radar O'Reilly, and that's that. Would you hand me my towel, please? Dry yourself with this. 
And I hope your shower cap springs a leak. All right, we have a few behind the scenes. It's, uh, I was I struggled to find some behind the scenes on this one. Um, but the first one we have is this episode is named after a film called Love Story, which was released the same year as the film of MASH. So Interesting. Okay, now here's some information about what we were talking about earlier on about um, going out with other people in the army. Now, Margaret complained that enlisted personnel can't go out or be in a relationship with officers, but according to army regulations, it's against anybody to be in a relationship with somebody else in the army. Uh, it's a bit rough, really, isn't it, when you... You're stuck in a place like that, but, but, the, but the yeah, Navy's that's okay. Regulations. Yeah, yeah, but they don't—they don't—they're not saying they just mean relationships. I guess do they mean they don't mean sex? Yes, they no. do. No, it's, it's sorry, that's right. really occasional flings, cuddles in the shed. So, because uh, Al was in the army, I mean, uh, is that true? Yes, it's it's against fraternization is is against the, the rules. Period. Um, I don't know why they uh, they enforce that, but uh, technically, yeah, if you're in the military. Uh, you cannot have relations in any way with somebody else in your unit. Wow! Jeez. So what do you what, so what do you do then? I'm so is this to... the reason why you is this the reason why you put you are? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to be you have to be celibate for that amount of time. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I guess that's why people go on leave, huh? Because you, you, you go can't on go leave, on leave. Uh, yeah. I guess yeah. their their, their oh, mentality fine. their mentality is uh, celibate men fight harder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you had yeah. to go home oh, faster, oh, I guess. <laughs> oh, of course. That's why they go to Seoul. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah what does religion have to do with this? Oh, <laughs> Seoul, Korea. I get it. Oh, funny, uh. funny. All right. Well, I guess that's it for our behind the scenes. Hey, Raider, you got a problem? Come here. This Lieutenant Anderson has a brain. Hawkeye, people with brains don't get transferred here. Oh yeah, this kid brushes her teeth with an encyclopedia. Look, I borrowed these from Father Mulcahy for training purposes. You got a lot of work to do. War and Peace by Leo Tolstoy. War and Peace? Yeah, well, Tolstoy was very flexible. He went either way. Hmm. Now, look, you can't possibly read all of these. Just familiarize yourself with the names and dates. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Just fake it. Yeah. Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire. That sounds serious. Well, it was no picnic. The crumbling Roman Empire was beset with strife. You just spoil a movie for me. What do I do if she corners me on something? Okay, all right. You just... You look thoughtful when you say... That's highly significant. No. No, come on. Try it. Try it. That's highly significant. He said look thoughtful, not sick. We're going to move on to Med's favorite, trivia. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Once again, I am uh, pulling questions from our Mass Trivia, the unofficial quiz book. All right, let's get the beer going because I'm going to need a drink. Listeners, listeners, join me for a beer as I make a fool of myself once again. (laughs) But you got the last one, right? You did, yes. I thought we would talk Henry Blake this time. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, you yeah. are so screwed. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. Uh, Al, do you want the first one? Sure. All right, where was Henry Blake from? Iowa. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Indiana. Is that your final answer? Indiana's my final answer. Do you know meds? I have no idea. <laughs> Bloomington, Illinois. Oh. oh. I got the eye. Oh, no way. Right? You got the eye. You got close. Yeah. 
here we go. This one's for you, Meds. Okay, what, okay. what was Henry Blake's wife's name? And don't oh. say Mrs. Blake. <laughs> was it Beatrice? Oh, that's very close. It actually it's kind of a trick question. Oh. Because at first, first she was named Mildred, which is more of an older name like Beatrice. But then suddenly she became Lorraine. Uh, isn't Mildred Potter's wife? Yes. Name? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, so yeah. So that was kind of the, that was a tough question. Yeah. I didn't expect yeah. it to be. I should have looked at the answer before I actually asked it because I probably wouldn't have asked a trick question like that. No, it's all right. Of course you wouldn't have asked me a trick question, Kelly, would you? <laughs> uh, and then for me, uh, what college did Henry Blake attend? And I don't have a clue. Oh, he wears a shirt, doesn't he? Uh, he does, he's but the, the I would jumper, assume, since he's from Illinois, maybe he went to the state, Illinois State? Uh, uh, let me check. He went to University of Illinois. Okay, I don't know if that's the same as Illinois State, but I had no idea. I would just guess because he was in Illinois and... Yeah, you're right. He did. Is that where sound makes you sick? Ill a noise. <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! That was Please, a stretch. <laughs> Even for you, Al. Come on! Wow! You been hanging around Rick Moyer? <laughs> yeah. Have you got a pun button? Is this pun button for you? Pun button Kessel. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> All right, now it's time to ask the question for our listeners. This is going to be a tough one, so only tr- true diehard uh, Henry Blake Bash fans may get this one. Uh, although he had at least four children, the name of only three were ever mentioned. What were their names? So we're looking for Henry Blake's children's names. There's three of them. And I'll even give you a hint. There's one boy and two girls. That were mentioned. So, if you go ahead and send the, your answers to mash4077podcast at gmail.com, and all correct answers will go into a drawing. Even if you get one of the kids' names, I'll go. I'll put it into a drawing. And you can win a, a Mash4077podcast t-shirt. They're very, very cool. I like wearing mine. I get compliments on mine, which is really cool. It's because mm-hmm. of the picture of me on there. Of course. Yeah, I keep saying Kenny Rogers is too. <laughs> All right, that's uh, it. The, the, the worrying thing is people think I'm Dolly Parton. <laughs> wonder how she'd like it if I broke up her romance with Frank Burns. I wonder how she'd feel about that. No, Pierce, I, I did not hear that. I did not hear that. And if it comes to that, I'm, I will deny any complicity with or knowledge of that sort of cheap, low, sneaky, underhanded maneuver. Think you could do it? You got it. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the Internet. Uh, where can they find us on Facebook, Al? Well, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. Come on over and like us. Like us, please. We're also on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And also you can find the host. You can find myself, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And uh, you can find me uh, at Hawkeye Meds. And I'm at Tales Podcast. And, uh, of course, we have a website, which you can uh, come along and view, and that's at www.mash4077podcast.com. And we have a totally gnarly blog spot, dudes. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. 
That's right. And we also now have a Zazzle store where you can get great merchandise with our wonderful faces on it. You can find <laughs> – don't laugh. They are wonderful faces <laughs> and our full body too. Uh, it's, a, it's a great new – <laughs> <laughs> it's a great new logo. You can check it out. Um, but you can go to our store at www.zazzle.com slash mash4077podcast. And you can even see pictures of meds doing jazz hands. <laughs> jazz hands. <laughs> uh, now, of course, we'd love to hear your comments about our episodes or anything else about MASH. And uh, you can email us at mash4077podcast at gmail.com. That's right, and then if you do send in comments, they'll probably wind up on a future Swampcast. And we also love iTunes reviews. iTunes really helps us, when you guys leave reviews, it really helps us push us up on charts. And we love being on charts. So uh, go to iTunes and leave us a hopefully positive review. Get the correlation, doctors, charts. I love it. (laughs) All right, well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of MASH 4077 Podcast. I'm Kenny. I'm Simon. And I'm Al. We'll be seeing ya. Margaret here. It's me, Frank. What are you doing? What are we doing? Just a little pillow talk, but don't tell the house mother. Oh, you guys. I've had it. I've had it. With What are you doing in my bed? The first one was too hard. And the second one was too soft. All right, all right. Now, what's it going to take for you two to leave me alone? Ease up on Radar and Louise Anderson and cut out all that G.I. garbage. Let them enjoy. No! It's blackmail. Okay. 99. Stop it! Stop it! We have a stop it. Do I hear an uncle? Uncle! No calls to General Clayton? No more calls to General Clayton. And you'll stay off Henry's back? I'll get off Henry's back. Fine. Now, there's just one more thing. What? Who is this man in bed with me? Oh! You don't know me. I followed you home from the movies. Ouch! And it's written by Lil... Lily? (laughs) It's not Lily. Of course, we have the wonderful, um, Mar- oh, God, Marissa? Marcia. <laughs> Marcia. 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 Okay. All right. <laughs> How soon I forget. Uh, also, Stefaniana Christofferson, a.k.a. Indira Danks, turned up as Lieutenant O'Brien. Uh, she was the original voice of Daphne in the... Uh, in the, oh, that, 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 I did so well getting that name out. <laughs> I was impressed. I was so impressed. I thought you would flub on that. Oh, and I flubbed on Scooby-Doo. And uh, here's some uh, information about what we were talking about earlier on about Army regulations. Now, Margaret complains that enlisted personnel can't uh, go out or be in a relationship with officers, but according to Army regulations, it's against regulations for anybody. What? <laughs> it's against regulations. Hold on. And you can win a uh, I almost said you can win a Knights of the Guild t-shirt. <laughs> That'll definitely <laughs> save us. Well, you t-shirt. could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, Guildies, this is Kenny from Knights of the Guild Podcast, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. I'm here with some really cool news. Not only are we still continuing our regular podcast, microcast, and minicast, we've now added companion casts. A companion cast is a podcast that coincides with a new episode of The Guild, and will take you behind the scenes of that specific episode. I was fortunate enough to be on set for the filming of Season 5, and got exclusive interviews with cast and crew as they finish their scenes for that day. I also sit down with the creator of the guild, Felicia Day, as well as the producer, Kimmy V, and the director, Sean Becker, and get insights into the workings of this fantastic web series. So when you're finished watching a new episode of The Guild, be sure to go to knightsoftheguild.com and download the companion cast for some fun behind-the-scenes information. Hi, I'm Al. And I'm Joyce. And, and we're, we're huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the place so much we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House, we'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort, reveal some amazing little-known and often overlooked gems we call hidden treasures, and we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks, as well as offer up some tips and tricks that we've uncovered over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation. Check out Tales from the Mouse House. In iTunes. Hello there, my name is Meds. And this is David Frost. You're not David Frost. All right, I mean, this is Mark. And we are the... Mark? All right, get on with it. Okay. And we're the presenters of Waffle On Podcast. And we like to talk about... Crap. TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. Would you say it's crap? Some of it. Really? (laughs) Especially the British stuff. But we're having a podcast about that, so let's move up on that. Unbelievable. You can find us at the HTTP colon forward slash forward slash... Waffleon.podbean.com. Do not smile when I say the word colon. I'm not. Hi, my name's Kenny, and I'm a fanboy. Do you like Star Trek? Star Wars? Do you consider yourself a brown coat? Are you into cosplaying? LARPing? A furry? Can you speak Klingon? Do you know all the doctors and their companions? Can you not get enough of steampunk? Do you just love Disney? If you do, then this podcast might be for you. Confessions of a Fanboy. Each episode, I have a one-on-one conversation with a fanboy or fangirl. We'll talk about your fandom, why you call yourself a fan, and how you integrate it into your daily life. So come on over to confessionsofafanboypodcast.com and listen to fellow geeks talk about their love for their fandom. Have you ever wanted to share something with someone just because? Well, we do a lot. So we started a podcast about, well, whatever we want. My name is Joyce. And I'm her lovely husband, Al. Uh, Well, you know what I mean. And we're the hosts of the Disneyland podcast, Tales from the Mouse House. And the Amazing Race podcast, Fast Forward. And I'm one of the co-hosts of the MASH 4077 podcast. And you'd think with all of these podcasts, we'd run out of things to share. But then you'd be wrong. In our new show, Just Because, we're going to share all the things that, well, just don't fit into any of our other podcasts. 
Yep, like videos of our puppy Kate as she plays with the water bottle. Mm -hmm. Maybe some episodes chatting about one of our favorite TV shows. Like Lost? Uh Uh-huh. Or maybe an audio play Al has written. And we'll even have episodes contributed by others who have something to share but just don't want to start their own podcast. You never know what you'll find on this show. Why? Just because. Visit us at because.podbean.com and in iTunes. <laughs>